0: Let's mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob and we are in a Marketing Mastermind and I've been asked the question, what specific tasks, jobs should a social media manager or VA who manages your social media, what tasks should they be doing in the next 90 days? So as you listen, this could be you or this could be someone that you've hired. So the first thing you need to do is to give them the job spec with the vision of your company at the top, the mission and values of your company, the key result areas, the income generating tasks, and then the other tasks. And you create a job description internally that you use. That's the formula I like to use the most. It can still be a a two-page document. It doesn't have to be massive. Now, we're sort of reverse engineering here because you've asked me what tasks they're going to do and I'm going to tell you them. um, And obviously, I gave you my job spec. So in no particular order, then, I'll just dump out what they could be. You're going to have to give them access to some of your accounts. Because if they don't have access to your accounts, then they can't implement social media strategy and tactics. So the way I would do this is I would... One, give them access to accounts you're not really doing much with. So let's say you're really active on Facebook, but you're kind of not doing much on LinkedIn at all. Let them run with your LinkedIn account, for example. But two, what you can have is you can use like LastPass or some kind of master password, which it'll give them access, but it won't give, you won't have to give them your password. It's almost like a, a lower level usage. So they can log in, but they never get access to your password because your password might be the same on other accounts, for example. I think to get them started, they should be repurposing your content on platforms and profiles and groups that you're not. Now, people have polarizing views on social media. Some people believe it's your voice and it's your brand and therefore you should be creating content. That's actually what I believe. Other people are trying to outsource everything and have someone manage it all and use these, these platforms and software that schedule posts and stuff like that. I suppose I'm somewhere in the middle of that where I think if people who follow me want to follow me, not a bot or an outsourcer. So I like to create the content, but I like to have a lot of help to get more reach of the content and get it on more platforms and get it repurposed and get it cut and edited and shared. So any content you see of me is from me unless it's news, news jacking or engagement jacking, which remind me and I'll come to that. And I'll give you an example. So you, the next thing you'll want your um, social media person to do in addition to taking on one of your accounts that you don't use very much is to take your content and repurpose it across all the media that they have access to. So I'll do a Facebook Live usually once a day. And then what will happen is my, calling my legend, Dave, you've all heard me talk about him, but no one knows who he is or where he lives. Um, He will take that live and he'll put it on YouTube. He'll put it on LinkedIn. He'll take three or four one-minute cuts sometimes for Instagram, you know, put headlines at the top and subtitles at the bottom. And he could, we may make a blog out of the ones where the content is good and deep and I've covered five or ten points. And so he could take that one piece of content and make 10 or 20 pieces of content out of it. So I would get your outsourcer to do that. I would get them to go through all of your videos and take out excerpts they could take out quotes. So, you know, if you say, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. They could take that out, put it on an image of you. That's an Instagram post. Little bits that are quite funky and I don't know, ranty or a really good piece of content. 30 seconds a minute, two minutes. That can be LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram if it's under a minute. It can be back on Facebook again later. I know some people who do a video, but a week later they post a one or two minute excerpt of it. We interviewed David Icke. Um, we, did the, we shared the whole video. I think it got 60, 70,000 views. I'm not sure. It was good. But then when we, t- we took a shorter excerpt of the same video and we reposted it, got 210,000 views. So I guess it was because the David Icke video was nearly two hours and this was maybe 10 minutes or less. So don't think you have to create new content all the time. There's new content within your existing content. So that would be what you want them to do. You want them to increase the posting of content across all media. So if you do once a week on a platform, you want to get them towards once a day. If you do once a day, you might want to go towards twice a day. Although some platforms, we're testing all the time. And it totally depends on you and how many followers you've got. So I can't say it's the same for everyone. But on LinkedIn, we're finding once a day is about optimum. Twice a day, sometimes, any more, the reach goes down too much. Instagram, we can get away with three times a day. Facebook, maybe twice a day. The next thing I get them to do is to set up your own group. So, you know, whatever you're known for, there are lots of big groups for it. So I'm quite well known for property. I'm quite well known for business. So we have Progressive Property Facebook group, 24,070 members as I speak, give or take. And the Disruptive Entrepreneur Community, 16,100, something like that. So if you're in those niches, you can get the benefit of joining those groups. And let's say I was you. Well, what I'd get my outsourcer to do now is to set up my own business group and my own property group and become the authority and the voice and the owner and the admin of a group. And if there's more than one because you've got different niches, more than one. Now, it takes time to grow, to grow a group. So the next thing I'd do is get them growing the group as well as setting it up. So they might post, post for me. They might set up a group description and become the admin they might invite all of your friends to join. They might look at where they can get other people joining the group. They might run a few small Facebook ads. You might be able to get group people to join your groups from other groups, although read the description and don't break the rules of various groups. And I'd get them growing your groups. Um, really, Facebook groups are the best. LinkedIn groups seem to have died a bit. The next thing I would do that I'd get them to do is, and you, so remember, them could be you, using your existing platforms to grow your existing platforms. So let's say you just set up a Facebook group or go on your Instagram and say, Hey, look, we've just set a Facebook group up for disruptive entrepreneurs. I've got a two hour live stream on launching any product free if you join the group now and get them to join the group from Instagram onto the Facebook group or from the Facebook group onto Instagram or from the podcast onto your YouTube channel. Now, a good way to do that is to give them some kind of gift or bonus for joining. We're just running, we're just starting Facebook ads to grow our groups at the moment, and I'm giving away three. Bonus, it's three gifts, just to have a sweetener, if you like. That'd be the next thing I'd get them to do. I would get them to follow all the major influencers in your space. So if you're in, in the sort of women brand space and in the care home space, who are all the big influencers? Get them to follow them and get them to model some of their best work. Now, this is really important. Model, don't copy. Now, I know there's the saying... Good artists copy, great artists steal. And I know there is a lot of people who copy, and I have copied. I actually don't think that's a smart play. Model is different to copy. Model is what you did worked, so I'm going to model what you did, but I'm going to write it and do it and say it my way. I think that's really important. So you remain unique, but you model what works. And that could be engagement jacking posts. What's the best book you've ever read? What do you think of Boris Johnson as the new prime minister, should you buy flats or houses? Should you be getting up at 5am or is that a load of nonsense? Hustle and grind or work smart? You know, there are certain types of posts, if you word them well, guaranteed to get loads of engagement. And you want to get your outsourcer working out what those posts are. And it's easy to see what they are because you see posts that got loads of comments. And then doing that in your groups and on your content. I think your content should be 70 80% content. 10% 10% personal, i.e. where you went, what you did, so they get to know you as a person. 5 to 10% pure engagement jacking, where the, the, the sole purpose of the post is to get loads of comments and shares and likes and debate, and then 5 to 10% selling, making an offer, give or take. And if that didn't add up, tweak it accordingly, because it might have added up to 105. I don't know. And so you want to get your outsourcer on that. Next thing you want them to do is to do a, a content plan. So each day what's planning what's being posted and when and then what they need from you when now if you have your own group and your own page you can schedule content so you can actually schedule it so my 8 p.m posts i don't post them live at 8 p.m i schedule them in the morning and they go at 8 p.m because 8 p.m i'm knackered and i'm just like nah. so i've got like usually 30 days of 8 p.m posts scheduled for a couple of my groups and three, at 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. posts on my page have usually got a couple of weeks worth. And what my um, outsourcer will do is if I post a post somewhere, he'll then schedule it somewhere else for two weeks' time. So this is the next thing is they need to post content but not dump it all out at the same time. So they need to vary the scheduling. I'd get them doing keyword research. So, for example, the, the top or one of the top keywords on YouTube for entrepreneurs is The Truth About Entrepreneurship. Now, I wouldn't have guessed that, and I've done all sorts of entrepreneur content, but thinking about it, The Truth About Entrepreneurship, it's quite a, it's a semi-racy headline. And so I've done content on The Truth About Entrepreneurship. So if you get your social media person to research headlines for Facebook and keywords, headlines and keywords for YouTube, for Instagram, etc., um, will make you the, you know, like – This podcast will make you rich, for example. Will make you, I've done research, and that is, according to a lot of research, the phrase that gets the most engagement on Facebook, will make you. So what you do is you get your outsourcer to research the keywords, the headlines, the phrases on all the different, because it's different on different social media platforms, and then come back to you with the top one so you can create content around it. What most people do is create content and get everyone to share it. Get them to give you the best subjects to create content on, then create content on it because then you've got more, way more of a chance of it getting shares, likes, comments. Um, the point of shares, likes and comments is reach. The point of reach is to reach more people. I'd get them joining all the other Facebook groups in your industry and your influencers, the groups. I would get them connecting with all the major influencers in, on LinkedIn I would get them, if you've got enough connections left, I'm maxed out on my 30,000 connections and I have about 40,000 people that follow me. But if you've got 100 or 200 connections, therefore you've got 29,900 left, also add all the people in your who would be your, could be your ideal client. Now, the great thing about LinkedIn is you can search by job description, job title. So if you work out the job titles of your ideal clients, it's easy to find them on LinkedIn. So yeah. doctor, dentist, they are quite commonly become property investors. And add a few a day. Don't add 50 a day. You'll get closed. Add a few a day. Don't PM them a a, a pitch, which a lot of people do. You know how annoying it is when you accept a connection, straight cut and paste pitch. Just content on your platform that they'll see in their feed. I'm pretty sure the algorithms will be such that your new friends and connections and followers will see some of your early content. So I'd do that. And then when they're overwhelmed as heck, Natasha, come back in September. And I think that's enough for them to be getting on with. Thanks, KT. My coffee has just arrived. You look beautiful to me. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.